the auction. <laughs> no, well, so talk about tech. You know that there was a guy at some point that tried to create or that made a machine that duplicated the pH balance of the water in New York so that people could make New York style pizza anywhere. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he's still in business, but I remember seeing it on TV. When That's we were, wild. you know, even with the shop, we would, when we were started to sell like, like pwned mead, or well, it wasn't pwned mead. It was almost like pwned mead. It was, um, Brewa. Brewa. Brewa the mead. And someone's like, Hey, you guys have regular pop six because like, we just can't get the bread to rise down here or get them the same as they are in the East coast. You know, what's funny. We should, I, I don't, well, not that we need more competition in our community, but Everybody makes everything differently, right? Yep. So, like, like, what if there was like a popsicle cook- cook-off, and everybody come and make Don't your mind. own popsicle or bring them, and then you know, there's a blind taste test, and then there's there's, then there's a- something like that here. We actually have a little organization called Viva Fall River. Viva Fall River. They're like, okay. um, they're like, a, they're government, like locally sponsored. So like they just to do like, you know, cultural stuff and they yeah, had a lot of community. They had a Nata, like best Nata competition. Maria Lawton was one of the judges as were Brian and I, and they're now getting, gearing up to do a pop sick one for the best pop sick. Hey, you, know, you know what they should do? Urban and it would be like, is the pop good or does the <laughs> pop suck? <laughs> Damn. Yo, welcome. Bop, bop. <laughs> but I mean, you could do that with everything, right? You can do it with with Caldwell. You could do it with, I mean, meat dishes with everything, bacalhau dishes, like everything. It's funny. Some dishes, some dishes will make it to the restaurants, and others don't. Do you never notice yeah. that? Yeah. Like you go to a restaurant, they all have a bitok or uh, you know, like bacalhau braj, but like these uh-huh. other that like some some of these lesser known plates that our parents make at home usually because it's just leftovers you know whipped up together but yeah like my mom would make ah oh, i can't remember the name of it in portuguese she would make portuguese shepherd's pie what's that called do you know what it's called it uses my, my mom would make she was like cotton guisada with you know that beef stew whatever and then like when we laid, ate all the potatoes she would shred the meat mm-hmm. and shepherd's pie with it there's a word for it yeah place. my mom would do that with a lot of leftovers make shepherd's yeah. pie would call so it well, my grandmother would do that, but we just called it meat pie. But like she would take even like leftover like, soup some ingredients or that's right now. Okay. I'm gonna call my mom. <laughs> Put her on speakerphone. I should, huh? <laughs> okay. <laughs> She's like, oh my least favorite songs. Hello, mom. Yeah. I'm beautiful. Uh Portuguese shepherd's pie. O que é que a gente chama aqui do que que chama? There it is. Thank you. There it is. See you later. Thank you, senhora. Thank you. I knew my mom would know. Impadown. All right. Yes, and I have heard of that. And I don't know that I've had it, though, but it sounds delicious. And listen, shepherd's pie is all right, but the Portuguese version is bound to be better. Always, because they... A thousand percent. They just go extra on it. God. Good times. All right. So... I think we should probably just do a, a an actual intro here. <laughs> a formal intro now. A formal intro. Wow, these guys are assholes. Uh, no, no, not at all. Sorry, editor. You have no idea how much I've been looking forward to this conversation. Because uh, every time I see you guys at an event, even at the gala, I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna have time to talk to them," and I still didn't have time to like sit and hang with you guys because everybody wanted a piece of you. So you know. All right. So here we go. 
plenty of us to share, though, Angela. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Not a lot of space, <laughs> right? well, got plenty of text to share with everybody. <laughs> All right, everyone. Welcome to another episode of To the Portuguese. If you haven't figured it out already, we are here with Derek DeMello and Brian Martins, otherwise known as the Portuguese Kids. Welcome, guys. Hey. Thanks for having us. Hello, hello. It's us. This is... Uh... <laughs> I'm just going to laugh at the whole thing. This this um, interview started way before the recording even yes, happened. It's yes. Portuguese. They were like, oh, sh- oh, wait, wait, wait. We, we should hit record. Um, you you're just tuning in. You missed all the good stuff. And let's go. <laughs> so we're here today to talk about a new adventure because you guys haven't, you know, broken enough barriers here and broken enough, well, done enough firsts in our community. First really successful Portuguese comedy act to go international, right? I don't want to say the the well, you're not the first online store, but I think certainly one of the most successful with the shopportuguese.com that you are now helping. I don't know yeah. if we want to we can cut that out if you no longer doing day-to-day operations on right. Portuguese, but we're still a part of it, you know. And, right. uh, and so now you have the first English language sketch comedy show that's going to be coming out on RTP, right? Yep. Yeah, RTP uh, one in Portugal, RTP international uh, globally, and then of course, RTP right, play. right from the palm of your hands from the RTP play apps, you can watch it right right there. And actually, so, the play apps also available like on LG TV, I think Samsung TV stuff like that. So this is hugely exciting because RTP has obviously been around for a long time. People in the diaspora has been have been able to get it, but there's never been any English language programming. And as we get further and further down the generations, you know, if you're not, if you don't speak Portuguese, you don't understand it, you're probably not going to watch RTP, right? Or RTPI, right. which means the audiences are getting less and less and there's no, you know, so we're just kind of losing the audience. And yes, maintaining the language is very important. That's something that Pelkis focuses on all the time and we talk about all the time. And there's still lots of efforts to do that. However, we do have to change with the times and if we want to you know stay engaged with the third fourth even fifth generations that want to maintain some connection and remember what it was like to grow up with their grandmother all these things right like we still want to keep them involved and keep them connected and that's through english language programming so this is hugely exciting and i'm very excited personally because i remember when my husband and i first started dating his parents only watched rtpi only and I would go to their house and we'd be like, okay. And I'd be like, oh God, I don't want to watch the Portuguese channel. Right. Because at that time I really didn't speak much Portuguese. And and to this day, I'm not super fluent. Yeah. That so was all our better. lives too. Like yeah. any house I went and to, was, uh, that, you know, that was, that's what was on. And, and it was like, you know, not always a super great show. It was like uh, something that happened 500 years ago. And I mean, we, I, we Portuguese, we love our history, which is great. Right. But Oh my God, can we watch something else? So anyway, all that to say, first English language show, super excited. Can you tell us how it came about? What's it going to be about? Like, give us the background. It's, it's been a long time coming now because uh, this year marks, in October, will mark 20 years that we've been performing together. That's insane. Uh, yeah, guys, and when I think about that, I really feel old. Yeah, it makes us feel old for sure. Well, did you think that 20 years ago you would be here? Like when you started so, like, out? When we first started, obviously, you know, we wanted it to make it something, you know, mm-hmm. but like nothing comes easy and nothing comes right away. It's all it's all hard work, mm-hmm. you know? Like, mm-hmm. 
Hollywood where actors or actresses, they started in their late 30s or 40s, you know, like things just don't happen overnight. And, you know, yeah, we've been doing this 20 years and always developing our, Mm -hmm. you know, whether it was like shows and stuff online and now this next venture, which I mean, Derek can take over from there is just, I think it was just the next logical step for us. And thankfully, RTP took a chance with that. Yeah, just to piggyback off that, I guess, you know, like, I, I, I definitely agree with all those sentiments. I'd also add that <clears throat> we've been very fortunate to maintain our relevance in our little community, you know, and I think um, we've fostered this, this little, and, you know, we don't, we know not everybody loves us, but, but people that follow us, we all share this experience of, and it's not just us, right? We have friends in the comedian, the the content creator world that are Greek and Italian, and we all kind of share this little upbringing yeah. thing. And, and we see a lot of their fans absolutely. commenting as well. Share so many uh, of these experiences. And for us, people don't realize that being a first born in, in an immigrant family, you know, first American or Canadian, whatever, there's so much more weight and responsibility bestowed upon us kids of immigrants that other kids just don't have. Like we, uh-huh. we have to help read the bills and yeah. uh, we have to do a lot of adulting, house. a lot of it, a lot, a lot of, of adulting, it. you know, and then we're also expected to, Oh, I did all the sacrifice. You, you gotta, you have to be successful or what's this for, you know? So there's a lot of that. And, you know, I think that's where, where we remained relevant is Brian and I have always found a way to find funny ways to, to remind people, you know, of, uh-huh. uh, we do it with like nostalgia, you know, but uh-huh. I just wanted to add that. Yeah. But anyway, back to how this all started. The, the year answer. was 2020. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember 2020, folks? Wow. It so, uh, well, it was right before the pandemic. Yeah. They they got you a message and it asked was, about filming, was, and then everything oh, shut down. It was actually literally February. That's when the pandemic started, isn't it? Yeah, but nothing was uh, shut down. Uh, oh, okay. no. Mar- everything yeah. shut down on like Maybe March not, right. 14th Maybe or something. Down. And they were like, listen, we, we think it would be a good idea for us to work together. And I guess they, one of them had visited the States and saw one of our live shows. My, uh, uh Manny and Teresa's big well, fat Portuguese. Big fat. I started with my big Which three. I never got to see. I hope you guys bring it back. We're we've been, yeah, we've been we're talking about, about it. it. Yeah. yeah it's, <laughs> it's back to the show, but like when everything started opening up again, there was a lot of restrictions. Yeah. So mm-hmm. Kind of, mm-hmm. Like, so yeah, they hit they they hit us up. They said let's do something, and then of course at first they were like, you know, what what do you guys have like on YouTube or Facebook? Can we put like a compilation together? And you know, Brian and I were like, man, like we want to kind of we kind of want to go beyond that, yeah. man. Like, and we're filming you know, a lot of stuff in vertical. Times are changing. People are watching stuff on TikTok. So yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. it, it, it wouldn't right. work. And I just thought, you know, we we got kind of like a golden opportunity here. And I thought, man, like, so we asked them a little bit about. The network and you know like what what availability they had and it was like you know RTP is available in like twenty million homes across the globe and it's available in all these countries and so then I thought man we, let, let's do something big you know so the first person we called was Dean Kamara and mm-hmm. uh, you know Dean he's the co-director and you know he produced the whole thing and and basically we were like dude we want to do something here Dean's Dean you know. By now, it's already known, but if you don't know already, but he's... Uh, he, the best in Madesh. He's the best in mm-hmm. Madesh. He's so talented. <laughs> he really is. He's, uh, mm-hmm. he's a cinematographer. He's a two-time Emmy Award-winning cinematographer. He's done like work for all sorts of stuff from UFC, NFL. He's done yeah. 10 Super Bowls. His family's from Santa Maria. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, uh-huh. Eric had this kid. Yeah, we actually met in Modesto. In Modesto. We were doing the show, and we kind of got drunk at the bar. And, uh, <laughs> and then finally, after a while, I was like, man, I really connect with this guy. 
And he's like, yeah. I'm like, where are your parents from, dude? And he was like, Santa Maria. And I was like, what? And I was like, no way. I'm like, <laughs> and you know, and forever, it it's all coming out. Yeah, a total bro cop. Yeah. <laughs> they got uh, you cry. Little teary started right there. <laughs> so we, we called Dean up, and then we're like, dude, let's let's propose something to RTP. So we did, and RTP was like, this is beyond what we were thinking. Like they were mm. with us. Yeah. I admire that. They were like, yeah. this is more than we were thinking, but. Let's do a pilot. Yeah, they didn't say no, but they, they were like, like okay, okay, let's see. And uh, well, and they glad that they were open to that, right? Because yeah. so, the, so we got that green light, and then everything shut down. Yeah, and then everything shut down for the year. Like you know, and they were like, check. They would check in, and we were like, there's mm-hmm. not there's nothing we, we can can't do, do anything. You know? right? It wasn't until 2021 that we really started filming it. And then, of yeah. course, and that's the other thing too. Like RTP has been like super patient in this. As a matter of fact. Man, I, I, you know, during the pandemic, I went, like, I slumped, man. I was, it Everyone. was like, we went from, like, going touring and doing all this fun stuff to, like, just being stuck at home. And it was, like, a hard transition, you know, personally for me. I imagine, yeah. And, and then uh, this kind of, like, definitely gave us a lot of light that we needed to kind of yeah. see uh, towards the end of the tunnel, you know? And then when we actually started filming this thing, we decided, let's not, let's not hold back anything. And let's just, because, you know, like, we knew, like, for, first of all, the money that they offered us, like, we knew that we were going to go above budget because we wanted to make the best thing that we could ever uh-huh. do. Best first impression we could. And we did. We went uh-huh. like 50 grand over budget. And <laughs> we, we, I had to open up three Molasada stands <laughs> to help film for one day. Guys. You had to have a few bake sales. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? It, it was obviously it was worth it because when we handed in the, the pilot after two years of like long work and we uh-huh. actually did this. We did this in, on two different coasts. We filmed this, like half of it on the West Coast and half of it on the East Coast. And what we did was like, we would go do shows in California. Then we would just Take stay for two weeks yeah. and just like film. Just film. Home, okay. Then go home. And then like, you know, and then Dean would come out and, so, and do the so same thing. So we did thing. that. And it was just like, we just put sketches together, you know, because like each mm-hmm. episode, so we filmed six episodes and they all have a, like a theme to them. Mm-hmm. Okay. This was just like, you know, they wanted the pilot and we're like, okay, so like we just threw a bunch of like, you know, we filmed as much as we could. And of course, you know, people have their, their day jobs, they have their lives. So we had mm-hmm. to film schedules and, you know, mm-hmm. have to make that work. But it was a, you know, we had like a film crew on, on set, lighting crew, makeup, the whole nine yards. Yeah, it was and actually. It was like a big to do. It was for us, it's the biggest production that we've yeah. ever did. We were like blown away. I remember like being on set. And actually, like sitting down and do makeup, and I was like, "Oh my god, like, this is for real! Dude, like this is actually yeah. happening! Like we're actually..." Do you have <laughs> pictures and film from behind the scenes yeah. and stuff? Because yeah. that so would be first, just as cool. I think the first time we were filming, we we had this studio in Rhode Island. We were filming at, in front of a green screen, and mm-hmm. then the next filming location was at my mom's house. And because we were filming something there, we we did a lot of. There was yeah. a lot of favors being done. A lot of family members yeah. who all got thank yous for letting us film there. But mm-hmm. I show up to my mom's house and I get in there and I'm like, hey, mom, you know, I'm just coming in and check in. We have all, like, we have like 15 people that will be on set. Everyone wearing masks at the time because everything was mm-hmm. just like, it's like, okay, I just put the baby down. I was like, the babe, like my my sister's kid, she was babysitting. I was like, uh, down at Tia's house? She goes, no, she, he's in the other room. I'm like, no, mom. We have 15 people coming in here. She goes, oh, well, there's a problem. <laughs> he, he made a big mess, and I threw his fralda out in the in the barrel inside the room. I opened up the door. It smelled like, you know. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. I had to open up all the windows, air oh, everything man. out, get the diaper out, and then she had to drive him all before the crew showed up. I'm like, Mom, you're writing the comedy for me. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, right? Thank you. 
that's one in the next episode. Like, oh man, but it was to that extent. But <laughs> for her defense, she was like, I just thought it was just going to be a couple of you guys. Yeah. And you guys have set up a like, like you always do, right? Yeah. Right. We've been right. there uh, Brian's mom's house so many times over the years. It's usually like at most three people, five mm-hmm. people, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, 15 people yeah. is different. She's like, I need to make something. I'm like, no, mom. I was, have I was just going to ask you if she made lunch for everybody. <laughs> we actually filmed at someone's house. Uh, another person, Paul DePina. Paul, uh, he let uh, his parents let us film there. And we ordered food and we asked his parents who was there and, and his grandmother if they wanted something. I'm like, no, no, she she had food. And it was like, galenga con batates. She had the pepper. The, the, the whole place smelled like a restaurant. <laughs> and we're all sitting there like, you guys are all going to leave smelling like food today. Yeah. So uh, just an FYI. Yeah. <laughs> You're all going to smell like pimento. But anyway, to, to finish this. Oh, so yeah, we we veered, we veered way off here. So hold on. No, here. I we love it. It's great. All the sketches together. We, and uh, we just gave them this pilot. They were yeah. like, just give us a pilot. So and then we, we sent the pilot. Yeah. And then, you know, Derek was, you know, sent it in, blah, blah, blah. And they were like, okay, we're on vacation. You know, it was the summertime. So we're going around. <laughs> we'll look at it in a couple months. <laughs> no, but we, we actually, when they handed it in, they saw it. They immediately circled back and they were like, let's meet quick. And it was like five of them on the zoom call and yeah. we immediately thought they're not going to say no. Right. If they, if they got five people. Right. So I'm like, no, there are only five people to fire us. Right. So we were like, mm-hmm. oh, it might be good. And uh, they were like, Hey, we love it. Let's do five more episodes. And when can you get it to us? And we're like, Whoa, Oh my God. That's awesome. Oh my God. Like we're like, <laughs> we like, so we, uh, we were like immediately got to work though, because it, it this is, such a big endeavor to do a, te- a television show. We made so many mistakes this first time around. Like were, things wow. you're learning, you know. Yeah, you just learn the hard way. Like, we did know? everything a lot in house. Like yeah, mm-hmm. then like, like showrunner Brian, Moore, you know, like yeah, we 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 did a lot of the all behind the scenes post production stuff. Yeah, was, mm-hmm. you know, because but you I mean, that's really, bootstrapping, right? Like that's how you know you get started, and just based on your own experience, having done videos for so long, the why why wouldn't you just try and do it yourself to save money? I mean, that's just kind of the natural way to go. But now that you've got this second, you know, this ask for the second batch of, of episodes, then yeah. you apply all the learnings. Like you said, like Derek said, you know, we filmed on two coasts. Actually we filmed in three locations. Cause one of the episodes we got a chance to film was out in San Miguel. That's right. We did nice. uh, film the bit while we were out there. And uh, so that made it in, but you know, exactly. a lot of traveling. My, it's my favorite scene in the whole series. And it's Brian and I play a father and son and the father wants to take up vlogging. Yeah. And, <laughs> and it's just like the, the bit we improvised Lot, the whole yeah. thing right and it was like action and like brian and i just going back and forth and just rift yeah and it was just it wound up being like such a great series like you know the way we did the show too is we took a lot of inspiration for some of our favorite comedy central shows like okay um, i was gonna ask like what do you what would you compare it to is it like every episode is its own story or is it like the same characters as a play? So what would you compare it to? You'll definitely, if you've been watching Portuguese kids, especially since the pandemic, we, you know, me and Derek, like Derek said, it gave us time to kind of refocus. So we, mm-hmm. we saw the characters like the Linos, the Manny's, Lydia's, mm-hmm. the and all them. A lot of those characters are on the show. So it's going to be mm-hmm. a lot of characters. All the sketches break down kind of like the videos you see on our page, just a little more in depth and with a better mm-hmm. crew. Yeah, uh-huh. everything has a theme to it. Yeah, everything yeah. Has okay. a theme. one theme is going to be a funeral. Right. So it's like you know the main sketch will be broken up into parts, and it'll be about a Portuguese funeral, and then sketches around it. Yeah, got it. Okay. And and, and so 
to compare it, dude, like we have, it's literally like it's a mix of so many different yeah. things. So I would say it's a little bit of Key and Peel. Okay. And a lot of Kroll Show. The Kroll Show, Nick Kroll Show. Which is uh, a comedy, right, okay. show, like comedy mm-hmm. show. And what he did, and which we truly loved, is he developed his characters over multiple sketches and multiple episodes. So like mm-hmm. he was one character and like three different, four different scenes. And that's something that Brian and I really, really love because we love these characters and our fans always ask for these characters. So we thought, wouldn't it be cool to do something like that? And and what we did was like each episode has a theme. Yeah. So like, mm-hmm. like episode two, it's death at a funeral, right? So like it's 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 the funeral episode. Episode three the doctor's office. Is the doctor's yeah. office. So basically <laughs> that's Portuguese. Um, like it's literally yeah. a bunch of different scenes involving medical stuff and Portuguese. <laughs> Uh, whether diving so or doctor's yeah. visit, the kid translating, you know, we so we mix that. You know, episode four is um the wedding is a wedding, Portuguese wedding stuff, you know, and uh five is I already escaped my memory. Five is a tough one because it five is about is about the driving. That's right. You know, uh, like the son uh, drives. It's basically the son going for like errands with the pet with the parents. parents. Yeah, errands with the parents. That's pretty yeah. much how you yep. could say it. But there's also yeah. something else in that show that's also kind of like big. But we won't spoil we were, it. Yeah, and then and then six episode six we we did uh, we brought back uh, like you know a big a big like favorite of our fans is the real Portuguese housewives. So we just themed that whole episode around the. the <laughs> Um, we got Mike Rita to play the character, character right. of uh, actually Nordvina, uh, named after yeah. his mom. Yeah, and he actually he surprised a lot. I think he surprised a lot of us. You know, like and it was getting him out of his comfort zone because yeah. he does stand up comedy, but uh-huh. not sketch comedy. Right. Yeah. So at first we had to really coach him, just getting out of the sense of like you know, like being in his head. And I was like, look, you're you're acting like your dad, so just yeah. do your dad with uh-huh. himself. Talk to us like your dad, you know, and just getting when it clicked, man. It was oh, like, yeah, wow. Awesome. We were awesome. we were doing some amazing stuff. Like I, I'm really proud of what we've what yeah. we filmed together. And like, of course, we have like a you know, it's a cast, so it's not just the two of us. Um, we also have Mike Rita, Taylor Amarante from, mm-hmm. and then uh, Vanessa with their mm-hmm. mm-hmm. as well. And we also have uh, Grace Pinyancos and Chantel Michaels. No, nope. Antonio uh, Chantel Arayal. Arayal. Oh, okay. All right. So she's going. So Chantel, we work with. She used to be an actress that we worked with for and my Grace. big fat Portuguese wedding, as well as Grasa. Grasa. Uh, yeah. And Grasa has theater experience in even as far back as San Miguel. She's from San Miguel, and she oh, actually cool. do theatrical comedy stuff out there. And so she's always had like a love for that stuff. And she actually stole every freaking scene that she was in like she's <laughs> so so good i think she's actually be a fan favorite of the show i yeah, think really she, was, she stole awesome. everything she, that she did she's in she's great yeah so like we have a quite a, a, a great cast and we've been able to like spread that love because that's the first thing but brian and i sat down when we when we got the go ahead from rtp for the pilot we we're like uh-huh. Kind of show is this going to be is it going to be just you me playing every character i'm like that there's no way we can do that mm-hmm. and then we thought this is a great opportunity to help our friends out that we've mm-hmm. loved work with over the years like mike has toured with us now for almost 10 years taylor too you know like so it's like and vanessa beyond portuguese kids also started with the uh my big fat portuguese wedding so right. she's been right, there that's right along with chantel and grasso so mm-hmm. it was like the chemistry was always there everyone knows everybody yeah. and it just seemed right to have the cast that we had to help tell these funny stories, you know, these, these sketch comedy, you know, and uh, anything that's in Portuguese has English subtitles as well. 
So okay. we're, we're making so, sure that if you don't speak that language, you can still follow along and not and not be lost. So by the time this episode comes out, we you will have already launched, right? Because we're we're not going to uh, publish until that. So, but where can people watch it? And like, what's the time slot and that kind of thing? Is can you yeah. tell them a little bit more yeah. about no, no. time slots or dates yet? Yeah, uh, okay. Yeah. It back on us. So but, basically, in February we will know because that's what they told us. They said yeah, that basically March is definitely by that. Launch, yeah. No. Yeah. March. Uh, but it's going to be available on RTP one, okay. um, TPI, which anyone could pretty much get any, you know, whether you're on dish satellite, whatever, mm-hmm. uh, and RTP play app, which is available to everybody. It's free to download. And uh, the episode okay. on there as well. And like Derek had said RTP earlier, it's one as a, I think RTP one will, will have a different time slot because that's just, I think they actually don't share like the signals. So mm-hmm. RTP one is is like their BBC one, right? So it's their main channel, and they mm-hmm. know is that it's going to be on probably prime time, and RTPI. I have no idea because like there's like freaking ten countries that we're dealing with here. So they'll probably pick the East Coast, though. If I had to guess, like time slot, like it'll probably mm-hmm. right nine or ten p.m. East. Eastern. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, we could be wrong. We could be wrong. So you guys have played shows in Portugal, right? Both mainland and the Azores. I think more on in the Azores than in like Lisbon, right? What has been the reaction of people there? Because I'm curious, you know, here, because it's the, uh, the diaspora here and you have more immigrants, you know, I'm third generation, so I don't have that direct stun, you know, daughter of immigrant experience. However, I still see the dynamic of a lot of what you guys do at the Portuguese hall within my own family, just because we've maintained the dysfunction, <laughs> you know, <laughs> a lot of it, right. You know, family, family tradition. Yeah. And so I could still relate to a lot of that, but again, because we're part of the diaspora, I'm curious how people in Portugal have reacted. And if you get feedback uh, about the show and, and maybe even some ideas, right. On- I'd have to, I'd have to preface this first with, we're very strategic about when we perform. And I think that that matters, okay? okay? And we perform in like San Miguel, for instance, in July, where and it's, you, it's all, all uh, of our fans are on vacation. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so it's when we do the show, I will say though, we do the show, it's usually 65 to 70% people on vacation. Okay. And we, I would say it's about 30% to, you know, to 40% on any given year. Locals, Locals yeah. you know, and I think for them, it's a lot about laughing at their cousins back home. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because they uh-huh. get it. They get it because they're family members that live out there that use the port English. Uh-huh. Or, you know, just talking, you know, they 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 get it. They they uh-huh. see it. They, you know, and, and to them, it's like, yeah, this isn't what we're going through in a sense. But but then again, you know, we have other things that we do comedic wise that like anyone can get. It's you universal. Have, it's universal. Right. It doesn't matter if you live Trust here. Me, they want their daughter home at 8 p.m. in Azores <laughs> like they do in America. OK, like so that stuff's universal. Like, there's there's universal things that, that stick. But other things that are more specific here, they still get it because they're primes that live in, you know, North America. Tell them. Mm-hmm. The port English, they just get a kick out of it. I think right. everybody does. Like, you know, obviously we'll do like a Joey Suja. Uh, we've done that in San Miguel. And it might fall a little deaf, a little flat on mm-hmm. locals because they don't know what the hell this, this is. But like the people that are on vacation, they're losing their minds because like this is someone that they know people like this back home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, 
you know, I don't know what do you call this, a millennial, zennial, Gen Z, uh, Gen Y douchebag, you know. <laughs> He's just a douchebag. He's a TikToker <laughs> douchebag, you know what I mean? Whatever, you know, they, but it might not, like, they might not get that, but the fans that do appreciate it will will lose it. So, but, you know, we try to, that's one thing that we, we do is we'll, we're very flexible. You know, uh -huh. we've got so much material from 20 years on stage almost that, like, we can easily be like, okay, this shit's not hitting. Let's slip it up. Mm, mm, mm -hmm. no. And then, of course, we have the added benefit of we do improv comedy, like whose line is it anyway style improv games. And nobody does that in the Portuguese world mm -hmm. uh, outside of us. I, there, I, I Let me rephrase that. There actually is an improv group in Portugal. But I, what I meant to say is, you know, Portuguese, American, Canadian, like acts, right? right. Like mm -hmm. we are the only ones doing that stuff. That's actually comedy our current Live show. show now it's and it's literally uh you know it's it's just all made up from beginning to end and so like we have that benefit that that stuff's so universal when we uh -huh. get someone on stage we say hey you're gonna do the sound effects for this next scene you don't have to understand english to get right. like lawnmower right. and they're like trying to like, but like it's funny yeah, yeah. No matter yeah. what, you know? or a puppet like we'll get somebody like you're going to control brian and i on stage all of a sudden brian and i kissing that's funny to everybody because like you know you're putting us in our, our comfort zone and we're mm -hmm. having no know? that is my comfort zone <laughs> <laughs> i was just, i asked the question too because i wonder if there's like an opportunity now because you are so international and you have you know been across the pond performing enough times where now you can start to sort of make fun of them over there right or like incorporate things that you see in portugal that other people have started to see now too because you can watch plenty of videos about like weird things they do in portugal right and and these are people who aren't even portuguese well, that have gone to visit right back around to the improv okay so with the improv we have that flexibility now where like if we're in a certain location that we know is famous for this mm -hmm. that click on that mm -hmm. To be on it because they know like oh okay like the fact that these guys from the outside know about yeah. this about it so we do that a lot in our improv especially uh, yeah and even if it's something you know well if you're so right though yes we we're at that point now where we could do that yeah where actually we could do sketches now about like being a tour guide in portugal to an american you know what i mean like, yeah you could, yeah and like you know Portuguese is so spoken, but like maybe they don't know, and they're, they're, they're talking shit about the guy, and they're like, "Hey, uh, you know, like, hey, English," and you're always like, "Oh shit!" You know, like, yeah. So there's tons of stuff to play yeah. with. But I mean, I've seen a I've seen a map. It's an online map of it was just the Lisbon area, but it was like we like to pretend we're San Francisco over by this area, and you know, you 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 have to wait four hours for almonds and this. It's just like right, you know right. all these kind of like funny things about you know, the areas in, in the Lisbon area specifically, and then you can go kind of anywhere in the country, but it's like, yeah, now, you know, now parts of Portugal are becoming known for funny things like that. And so I think it would be funny to kind of turn the tables and, and start incorporating some of that into the act as well, because then they certainly could react to that. Or even if you were like, I don't know, playing some of the people, like the Americans that go there and just act, I don't know, kind of ignorant, ignorant or, not just absolutely. <laughs> I'm gonna buy this whole house. You know what I mean? Like they're, all, they're, all, they're buying. They're not oh my! Can yeah. you imagine a whole this, this old house like in Portugal? Like you know, American people went and bought it. That would be hilarious. That's actually a great idea for a season two. That's one thing. If we haven't officially signed on a season two, but we decided that if we did do that, one episode would definitely be themed in like 
vacation mm-hmm. in Azores or vacation in the old country type of mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. For us, we we first of all, we we know so many people out there that we could probably do it like, you know, reasonably inexpensively because we have so much friends. And that's that's one thing that we're actually blessed with. Mm-hmm. Just even season one, we were able to really pull a lot of big, big favors. Like we asked a lot from a lot of people, right down to money. A lot of people, mm-hmm. you know help with like hotel accommodations like slow de v sure. thomas de rosa who's like an absolute amazing dude he's been such a good friend he's to a good me. guy and you know we we said hey man we need a little bit of help uh with some hotels because you know like the cost of this stuff is just so outrageous especially mm-hmm. with the crew the, and the pandemic hits right inflation hits like all of a sudden like a 150 dollars hotel room is now like you know 400 bucks and like all of a sudden mm-hmm. real high mm-hmm. and so like we we were really fortunate to have a lot of help uh, from some friends but that's definitely something that we would love to do for season two like just an you know an old vacation in the old country themed episode so much to play with from the from the 80s going out there and just being stuck at tia's house all day oh, like you know what's so nice you know it's like i haven't done anything all day <laughs> with the cows, you know what i mean like uh when i was a kid i did nothing so i i I played with the cows over here and uh, went to the rocks. Like, dude, that's like so much comedy there to have. And I think that's something that we'd love to do. Well, and unfortunately, we are coming at, at time because I do have to go pick up my daughter from school. Otherwise, she, you know, they're going to lock her up and she'll have to spend the night there. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Yeah. But um, we actually didn't say the name of the show. Like, what's so what's the name of the show? Do we have a name? Oh, is Portuguese Problems. It's called Portuguese Problems. I love it. I love it. It's actually something that we've always, um, of course, you know, I I can't wait till the first person that gets offended. What's the problem being Portuguese? Like, obviously it's not. Well, you know that's going to happen, right? I mean, you know that's going to happen. You just have to have a thick skin. Yeah. Yeah. I have a thick skin for it, so it happens. But we love that name so much. It's always, uh, it's been something that we've always hashtagged over the Mm -hmm. years. It's actually one of the biggest hashtags in our, not that we invented it, but I'm just saying like, Mm -hmm. it's one of the hashtags that's trending in the portuguese mm-hmm. stuff do so we thought it'd be it, you know it just made sense to us and it's also like it's not like portuguese portuguese you know like and that's mm-hmm. something that we were really conscious about we want this show to be like any kid of an immigrant can watch this mm-hmm. we have greek parents italian grandparents and still get a kick out of this and that's why we a we did it in english and anytime we spoke portuguese because we did speak portuguese you know yeah Anytime yes. we did, we put translations every time. Like, so we want this to be like something that anybody can kind of like sit back, have a laugh at. Yeah. But we thought that name kind of spoke that. Yep. Sure, sure. Well, and I will say I have sent some of your videos to friends who are from Venezuela and Mexico and, and other parts of South America, Central and South America. And they like, oh, we totally do that too. Like it's, I mean, they <laughs> totally can relate and they think it's hilarious. But the Portuguese problems thing, I think, is hilarious, too, because how often have we talked about that we need a, a support group for being Portuguese, right? So, again, not to not to be, you know, harsh or complain, but it's kind of, you know, it's the reality that we all kind of grew up with. And it's you got to laugh at it, right? So, um, you know I, I think I uh, a lot of it is cathartic for people like, you sure, know, they, they do come up to us and they're like, man. You know, I thought I was the only one that was going through it, you know, and it, it does matter a lot to people to know that you weren't alone. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. It's funny because you know, you'll get people from like uh, Portuguese people from Australia will be like, man, like, it's so wild that you guys are the same. Like, we'll do, we did, we did three tours in Australia and like, 
we had like a, like laughs like we would have in New Bedford, yeah, Mass. Yeah, yeah. Like it was just so funny to us, you know. The only thing we did the we, accents we were a little flipped different. our drive like we did driver lessons. I we flipped uh, driving seats. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Outside, you know? Well, you know the accents might be different, but it was that. But that it's probably the same. Yes. Yeah. 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 Same. yeah. yeah absolutely. Well, so I did a trip once where it was like one of those encontros, and you had people from all over the world. So there was like uh, Portuguese from Colombia, from Germany, from Australia, from Canada, from everywhere. And yeah, I mean, the stuff they talked about in their community, I'm like, yeah, same, 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 same. Like everything's the same thing. Um, well, I mean, I can't say it enough. I'm just so happy for you guys and so proud of you guys. It's been so wonderful to watch your your success over the years. And it just keeps going and going and going. So hopefully the trajectory just keeps going upward. It's uh, been amazing. So congratulations. You know what? I, I just have to say this too. Like, I don't want to not recognize you, Angela, because you were a huge part of our early story. <laughs> you were the first person <laughs> to open up the gates of sunny California. Mm -hmm. You know, so our very first shows in California were were because of you. So I, I got to always say that I'm always so thankful for that. And uh, you're always part of our story so i thank you as well I remember that was that oh. one time we randomly ran into you at the airport right yes remember that and we're, then we we, we even had the way somewhere right we even shared a pizza <laughs> in <laughs> Lisboa, i don't remember that we met, up, we met up at the airport once no we met in Lisboa. in Lisboa, but we also were at a um at an airport and she happened to be there wow i don't remember that i don't remember that either yeah, maybe we had to go somewhere I don't Damn know. Right. You've got a good memory. I have a horrible memory, does, but yeah, you know, yeah. hey. But I appreciate you saying that, Derek. And I know you actually always mention that, um, especially if I'm in the crowd or whatever. And I really, I appreciate it. But it, we're honestly, back in the day, it was, it was uh, such a no-brainer to have you guys out and bring something different to the crowd, and everyone loved it. And and I think you guys came out every year for as long as we could afford it. Oh, <laughs> and, yeah. and and then uh, I don't know what happened. I think I, I left the committee, and and then things just kind of changed a little bit. But you know. You, now, now you have your circuit that you play in California, so I don't know that it serves you at all. But no, this has been amazing. So everyone, keep an eye out for big announcements about the show Portuguese Problems that's going to air on RTPI here in the United States. If you're in Portugal, it's going to be on RTP1. If you are in another part of the world, whatever RTPI channel you watch, that's where it's going to be. And yeah. On the app. RTP play and, it's on, and on RTP play. So um, I can't wait to watch it. I'm super excited. Congratulations again. And uh, yeah, I, if I was, you know, if they had hug a vision, I would hug you guys right now because it's amazing. <laughs> Virtual, hug. Virtual hug. I'll hug Brian to get look. look. Oh, yeah. Nice. <laughs> Pass it to you. Awesome. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much. And um, everybody out there that's listening to this episode, thank you for joining us. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you're going to watch Portuguese Problems. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast channel, I don't know what you're waiting for. You really need to subscribe and share this episode with family and friends so that we can all hear about these wonderful things happening in our community, like Portuguese Problems, and um, leave us a review on iTunes so that more people can discover the conversation. And with that, uh, to, I'm not. I, I got you guys. Got to help me come up with a better tagline because I can't say at the próxima because that was Maria and and my tagline. So I got to come up with something else. But I always want to default. <laughs> 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 you know, yes, the dish We're God fearing people. Hey, to, yes. to, to English. It sounds it's so weird. Hey, I'll see you tomorrow. 
if God uh, wants. Well, I, <laughs> sounds yeah. more sinister in English. I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it. It's got to come natural, though, too. It's got to come natural. Until next time, Shrizu Nikabisa. Yeah. All right. In case you have no one in your life to tell you. Yeah. Here you go. Nikabisa. All right. Well, see there, Shkizet. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's perfect. All right, guys, we're out. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for listening to Tudo Português, a podcast production by Palcas, the only national organization representing the interests of the Portuguese American community. To learn more about Palcas how to become a member, or to suggest a guest for our show, visit www.palcus.org or email us at palcus at palcus.org. <laughs>